0: Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg.
1: So, uh, yeah, so uh, believing in a higher being is kind of stupid anyway, right? So, uh, I, that's welcome to the show. Um,
2: <laughs> Unless that hybrid, higher being is Pete Carroll. Right? Hybrid being. The hybrid being. Pete Carroll is a hybrid being. One of us has been drinking, and it's not me, and yet I'm the one saying weird things.
1: I I haven't really been drinking too much. Just wait until the end of the show, and then it's probably going to be better from there. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. But first of all, I mean, it's been a crazy week, right? Because we always joke uh, tongue-in-cheek, which always hurts when you bite down. But Uh we always joke about, like, in the off-season, people are like, oh, what are you writing about in the off-season? And I always have to explain... Like there's almost just as much stuff to write in the off season, because yeah. <laughs> it's like there's always something going on. I mean, there's like a like May, there's nothing, you know. And then, but even then, we're reacting to the draft or you get into so there's some periods of time. But right now it's like crazy time because free agents, yeah. free agency's about to start. Players are being released, which we'll get into in a minute. And then you've got the draft, of course, and then post draft, and then it's like oh, that's you know uh, OTAs and everything else. But just to get it out of the way, those those playing at home, um, just to get it out of the way, there are two things I wrote in the article that will come out about the podcast, the article about the podcast, podcast about the article. Uh, Growing up in the 1700s, I think we can both agree that kind of sucked without the electricity. Yes. And then potions uh, to make to put curses on on enemies. So um, we'll get into that uh, later. Uh, post podcast we'll get into that so uh, feel free at home to comment on that and uh, if you're a big Dilbert fan um, 53% of you won't care so anyway
2: <laughs> well done sir
1: yeah thanks yeah well what's up with that he's surely uh for the again for those listening Scott Adams is the creator of Dilbert and went on this rant that I found out about this morning it's was, well, actually, this is what it's, it's almost, it's so over the top that yeah. it's, um, there was a, there was a percentage of some group, uh, I think it was an alt, 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 white, can you say it? I don't know what that, anyway, uh, Ram, oh, it was Ramson, Rasmussen report said that 53% of black Americans I can't even see African Americans, black Americans agreed with the statement, it's okay to be white, like, I don't even know. You're asking an African-American if it's okay to be white. First of all, what? Yeah. I need more context. You know?
2: Exactly. So anyway, you context. Because surely that's not the question on the questionnaire. Right. Is it okay to or, be white? or
1: maybe it is. And why, why are so many yeah. African-Americans even responding on our Rasmussen report? It, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Um, but anyway, Scott Adams uh, has, a, has a podcast or something on YouTube called Real Coffee with Scott Adams. Yeah. And he, he says uh, if nearly half of all blacks are not OK with white people, which that's not what the even the answer to the question says, right. according to this poll, according, not according to me, according to this poll, that's a hate group. Uh, I, I can't believe anything. saying it. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to have to do I don't want to have anything to do with them, meaning, I guess, African-Americans. And I would say based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the f away because there is no fixing this. It's like well, what what? <laughs> what's wrong with you? Dude, what's wrong with the First of all, that seems like an overreaction. Clearly he probably really believes in that. Now that he said, "Oh, no, I didn't really I was reacting to something else." It's like, "Well, you must have read the report because just I don't know what the report says, but it just says it's okay to be white." Okay but you must be really looking into it because otherwise it doesn't make any sense why you have this reaction.
2: Well, Rasmussen, as I recall, is typically when it comes to like election polling, things like that, they are one of the worst.
1: Or pitching in the seventies.
2: Even he wasn't that bad.
1: What was Uh, his first name?
2: I'm thinking Dennis. Is it Dennis?
1: Dennis Rasmussen. That sounds Uh, familiar.
2: Yeah. Oh no, that was my mailman back in 86. (laughs) Probably the same guy. Um, But yeah, Rasmussen polls are, as again, yeah, Dennis Rasmussen, uh, not the best. So, and polling, obviously, it is a science, and like you said about the context of exactly what the question is, exactly who was polled, you know, what are the demographics of that? You know, is it just African Americans in general? It's like, okay, well, what group did they talk to? And what was the context? And in what questionnaire was it? Was it in something that would shade an opinion one way or another? Or was it just (laughs) one question? (laughs) Ha ha That was unintentional. That's probably the smartest thing I'll say all day. You know, it's just, like you said, there's no context to go on that. But so whether Adams looked into it and then made an incredibly stupid comment, or if he just was winging it and made an incredibly stupid comment. And he's said some kind of uh crappy things in the past so yeah, you know i guess the, the whole thing is was like oh the, the alt-right you know they're all
1: alt-right they that's up. what it is what was i saying ultra right or something the, the
2: alt-white You said the alt-white which would probably be people of color um
1: alt-white would be cool people They, 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 they,
2: they yeah cool people not me but, you know, they're, they're always wound up on cancel culture, yet they're the ones who, you know,
0: well, I'm not going to go
2: see the NFL because someone kneeled. Like, OK. Yeah,
1: we saw that, that the thing you posted on Facebook about. Yeah. See, we're, we're kind of slowly getting back to football. People are like, what are they talking about? This versus <laughs> Seahawks show. But we're slowly getting back to football. But, yeah, you posted. Definitely there. I can't remember what the source was, but it was like oh, while the NFL struggles.
2: I the source specifically because I didn't want a single person to click on it. Oh gotcha. It's just it's some random it's
1: an unnamed source then we'll say.
2: Some random BS website. Yeah. I mean it, it probably was done to two, <laughs> probably was done by like him. By by two yokels like us. But you know the fact that they said the NFL is struggling is like <laughs> How much did their salary cap go up i mean there's a this is like the biggest percentage jump in salary cap in quite some years right it's like that's the opposite of struggling
1: yeah i don't know because, I mean, plus because isn't the nfl the paying for some of those leagues mentioned or helping pay for some of those leagues mentioned
2: yeah you know the, the usfl like and oh that's going to be a huge success how many iterations of the usfl are there now and all because it's like, well, we'll fire anybody, we'll terminate their contract if they kneel. It's like, how about you? How about you terminate the contract of someone who I don't know goes out and murders somebody? That would be, right. taking, which the NFL won't do either. But uh, you know, that would be taking a stand. Oh, we're going to take well, a stand against someone who dares to protest. It's like how American of you? How very American?
1: You know who took a stand though It was Russell Wilson. Tried to get Pete and Schneider fired, reportedly left offseason.
2: Is that not the most, I, I believe it, but that is like the most unbelievable story. I mean, the fact, how stupid do you have to be to think that the head coach and the general manager are intentionally not going back to the Super Bowl to hurt your career? <laughs> That's literally what he's saying.
1: Yeah, or what the report is saying. And, but, it's, but based on what we know, like... You, mentioned previous podcasts, he has an office in Denver, which I'm sure when Sean Payton gets there, that office is not going to exist.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that office is boarded up already.
1: Yeah, but it's – yeah, it's just – I mean, and and Wilson – so what we're talking about, if you don't know, and I don't know why you're listening to us and you don't know that. But anyway, thank you for listening. Russell Wilson, uh, according to a report from The Athletic, uh, last February went to Seahawks ownership and said – you know, we basically need a change. We need to fire the head coach, and we need to fire the general manager. I'm not sure why he wanted to fire Schneider. I can see it Guess his point because, was he wanted because, Sean Payton.
2: Because Schneider was not getting enough uh, offensive linemen in to protect him at the, ex, at the expense of every other position. Even though So he
1: went to Denver and got sacked 55 times this year.
2: Yeah, even though he did bring in offensive linemen to protect the position. But, you know... Russ doesn't understand football. Apparently, clearly, he doesn't understand football. You know,
1: or you wouldn't hold on to the ball too long.
2: We've been very supportive of Russ overall the whole time, but I'm done with it now. You know, it's like it, it comes out that you were trying to get rid of the coach and the general manager, the coach who, the general manager who took you in the third round after you transferred schools because. You decided you couldn't get a fair chance at the school. You left to to move on and you know get into a better situation for yourself in college. Drafted you in the third round. Realized you were better than the guy they paid a huge contract to. And it was gutsy enough to say, no, this this rookie that we took in the third round, he's our guy. And of course it was right. But then you turn around and say, oh, these guys aren't supporting me. Are you kidding me? Right. On, on top of, on top of the fact that oh, you know, he's noted for his charitable contributions, and then it comes out that his charities spend more money on salary than they do in actual contributions to the charity they're supposedly supporting. You know what? Russ, F off.
1: Yeah, the arrogance it takes to go to to ownership and think you are more important than the coach and the general manager. And I know NFL quarterbacks are very important, but the arrogance for a player who, who, you know, Tries to present himself as someone who's right. you know team first and blah blah blah. He's not. He's clearly not. Yeah. He he wants. I mean, I don't know if things changed. I mean, he seems to be a little different after he married Yoko Ono or whatever. But I don't know. If it's like <laughs> one of those things where it's like, how arrogant do you have to be? Where you yeah. know, if if I were in my job and I was like, if I went over my supervisor and that supervisor supervisor and went straight to like the CEO or you know what. Yeah. These people need to be fired because I really – I mean, I, there's why would I do that? So then rightfully, of course, the Seahawks were, as I wrote in an article yesterday, Jody must have heard that and been like, eh, we're not going to do that, but I have another idea. And then he gets, of course, traded the next month. And it's all worked out better for Seattle, and it will long term.
2: Absolutely it has. That's what's I mean, I guess
1: Russell got his way, though. He ended up with Sean Payton.
2: <laughs> Who will probably realize in six weeks, this ain't working out. You're going to ride the bench. I mean, at this point, I had now, now I hope that's what happens.
1: Jameis you know, Winston now, comes in as the quarterback.
2: Uh, I, would, I would just as soon see, I don't know, uh, some random cousin of Jameis Winston take over. Because I'm totally done with Russ Wilson. Yeah. I mean, what, what an idiot. What an arrogant prick. Yeah. It's like, they, oh, they're holding me back. Dude, why would they hold you back? Their job is to win. How on earth? Right. You, yeah. It and, does, and you does. think you know better how to win than a guy who's won everywhere he's been?
1: What? Plus, a- they they transitioned as you point. I mean, they they started off as a team when he you know he got into the league. He was more of like, hey, I'm going to run the ball a little bit more. I'm going to throw. I'm going to be a do and, and but they transitioned because when it was okay, the offense is pretty successful with him throwing. Now the team got worse, but the offense was more slightly more successful. Then they allowed him to throw more. So it wasn't like they were like, nope, you're going to keep doing what you're. They tr- also transitioned. So it's like, you know, when he started, and the offensive line thing, I, I get that um, to a degree. They didn't, they weren't able to. And it, it's not even the team's fault. They weren't able to draft Charles Crosses because the team was so successful. They didn't have high end draft picks, but they still, I mean, didn't they like get they more did. offensive line over that period of the last ten years than any other team? It's yeah. not like they weren't trying.
2: Exactly. It's not like they weren't trying. It's not their fault that the draft, picks, some of the draft picks they w- went with didn't work out. It's not their fault that some of the
1: or did. Or Jermaine Ferretti ended up with another team, but he was a decent player.
2: You know, it's not their fault that you know they they took on Luke Jekyll, and it's like okay, that worked for like a quarter of a season, half a season, and then he was clearly done. But they were trying to do the. But it's not like they just ignored it, and it's like oh. We'll just keep on taking offensive tackles in the seventh round, and that's all we're going to do. This dude, they were trying. It's not right. gonna happen every time. That's all there is to it.
1: And they traded. They did trade Max Unger, the center, for Jimmy Graham, but probably because Russell wanted Jimmy Graham.
2: Probably. Yeah.
1: And I know Russell has come out and tweets recently and said, "No, you know that's not true. I, Pete was like a father to me. It's it's just it's hard to believe that because every other." Source all the right. actions that we see. Um, you know, it's like okay, you're saying these things, but everything else we're seeing kind of goes against that. What? So it's like, hmm.
2: what possible reason would there be from these sources to make this story up?
1: Because they hate Russ.
2: <laughs> you know, it's like there's <laughs> no the reason I can for think. them to create that. I cannot tell you, but I will try to to say how much I regret writing an article several years ago saying that it was just sour grapes and people like Michael Bennett and Richard Sherman, you know, were, and Doug Baldwin even were calling Russ out in the locker room. Like clearly they were right. Like a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. This guy is just an egotistical self-serving prick.
1: Yeah, And we'll be, it'll be interesting. And I've heard this on like national stations, just saying it'll be interesting to see how Russell acclimates to Peyton because Sean Payton, not Walter, because Sean's yeah. not going to have to, and I'm saying Sean. I don't know the guy. I'm just saying it instead of saying Peyton, which can be confusing. Peyton yeah. Manning, for instance. Peyton Manning. Yeah. But it, it'll be interesting because Sean, Sean is not going to acclimate to Russell Wilson. It's going to have to exactly. work. Exactly. Because Peyton's going to be there. You know, if things don't work out with Russell. Peyton's going to be there. Russell won't be there. Exactly. So, but in better news, in in former Seahawks, and going back to last off season when the Seahawks blundered the whole Bobby Wagner release, like, oh, you know. <sighs> He is now a free agent, been released by the Rams. They save. It's kind of a weird move because they they could have saved more if they'd kept him this coming year and then released him. So I'm not sure. It seems like they're trying to make a whole bunch of changes in Los Angeles for whatever reason, because they're Bobby Wagner. We'll we'll get into Jalen Ramsey in just a second. But it's uh, Bobby Wagner's been released um, and now he's a free agent again. Um, You know, he might want, what, 11, 12 million dollars, maybe more than that. I think that's all he was going to get. In Los Angeles this year it's more the guaranteed money up front right if I'm the Seahawks, I have the money I'm saying Bobby dude I'm on the already on the phone saying hey I'm sorry what we screwed up last year, please come uh, back
2: I'm not on the phone I'm on a plane like seriously,
1: like Pete. following him around like he was it's like where where's where's Bobby where's Wagner and he's like hey <laughs> I was, was here, but now I've moved and Pete the, the, the on, you know'
2: on a plane. Visiting uh, it in person and apologizing and groveling at his feet because they let me, screwed that let up. Let me
1: interject real fast because I'll forget to say this because of my brain. But I think it does help, and, and I want you to go on with what you're saying because I think it's an excellent point. But I think it does help that K.J. Wright loves Seattle, still in Seattle. And mm-hmm. I think he could help get Bobby back to Seattle if the Seahawks want to do that. But they have to do certain things to get him back, and and part of that is what you're saying right now.
2: It helps that Conrad Diggs tweeted about it and especially helps that Bobby Wagner replied to it with a pair of eyes, like looking at it. They're like, that helps. I mean, Conrad Diggs is like, not begging, but just saying how awesome it would be to have him back. That is going to mean – I think that's going to mean just as much to Wagner as Pete and John saying we need you back. But, yeah, they can't call him. I mean, seriously, they cannot call him because they didn't call him. They could him
1: the text first. him, I am him, send him a TikTok.
2: <laughs> yeah. They should just post on TikTok, hey, it'd be great to have this guy back. But, you know, like Schneider has made some comments, and, and you know, I I get that he has to be kind of noncommittal at this point, but they cannot call him. Yeah. They have to go see him because they owe that to him because they didn't freaking call him. They shouldn't have called him the first time. That should have been face-to-face. I mean, this guy... Uh, just as much as Russ was at that at that point, I mean, if anyone has ever been the face of the franchise, it's Bobby Wagner. Right.
1: And I mean, and
2: and to be not, fair, we're
1: we're not stupid. We, before we get the comments, we we know that Schneider and Carroll can't right now go see Bobby Wagner because it goes against the CBA. Right. So, but when when they're able to, like, they need to have a ticket, like, okay, right. well, 1 a.m. on this day, we can do that. Boom
2: which is why Schneider's not just just saying, well, you know they'd be interesting, but that's why he's just saying that because he can't say anything else yet. But when they can, and you know because because again, that should have been a face-to-face discussion with him when they released him, not even just a phone call. And the fact that they didn't even do that, that's the only reason that he didn't just say, "He's like, I'm coming back home." Because if they had handled that correctly, Come on, are yeah. you serious? You really think he wouldn't have been on the plane back to Seattle as soon as he can be? Of course right. he would.
1: Yep. And <laughs> I think it, I, you know, it's definitely good what the players are doing, but I also, also yeah. think it speaks leagues to the to 12s. Because when Russell Wilson came back in week one, it was like, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, he's on the field before the game. Yay, yay, yay. And then the game starts, boo. That didn't happen with Bobby because yeah. I think 12s appreciate Bobby Wagner a lot more than Russell Wilson, as they should.
2: As they should. Plus the fact, of course, Russ wanted out and Bobby didn't. Exactly. That, that plays into it too. But yeah, I, I I totally agree. I think people respect always respected Bobby more than they respected Russ. And I mean, at a time, no one really. Uh, maybe because they you know they realized it's like okay, they listened to Sherman, they listened to Angry Doug, you know, and it's like eh, some of his teammates are saying this guy's not cool. Maybe they're right. And but Bobby Wagner is authentic, and Russ has never been authentic. And, right. and that's that's one thing uh, that people appreciate for sure, and especially the twelves. So, uh, and it's it's more than just what he brings back to the team, as far as the locker room, the camaraderie, or anything. He's still easily he's yeah. exactly. He's still like, how good would the Seahawks have been last year if Bobby Wagner had still been on the team?
1: Right. Uh, it, and he and he fits. And, you know, even more so in 2023 than 2022, they he fits a position of need because last year, at least they thought, we'll go with Barton and, and Brooks and that that should be solid. And to some degree it was, but it never it's of course, it's not Wagner. Right. Like
2: exactly. you
1: know, NFL history, what what has been really? I, yeah. But it's I mean, heck, I wouldn't even mind K.J. Wright still able to play that. Just resign K.J. too. But um, it's you know it's one of those Seriously. things where or Barton is a free agent yep. and Brooks and I know they moved Brooks over to Wagner's position <clears throat> and that's that's fine. Brooks is injured, of course. Who knows you know yeah. what kind of situation he's going to have at the beginning of next season. Mm-hmm. But you have a position, you have at least one spot as a linebacker that you need. Just resign Bobby Wagner, exactly. Draft somebody, sure, yeah. But you need more than two, uh, it's really so. Yes. Resign Bobby, It seems like a no-brainer. I mean, I'm only, it's, it is. I, I almost would be sad if they didn't because I almost expect – and I shouldn't because he'd probably go to the Patriots or something because they have be money sad. to spend and he would be a fit there.
2: Exactly. But, it's,
1: exactly. but yeah, I'd be kind of sad if I didn't almost because I'm half expecting him to end up being back in Seattle.
2: I'll be really sad if he doesn't come back because it's it's an incredibly good move for Seattle, and it's a good move for him you know i mean he wants to be on a team that's he made it clear he wants to be on a team that's got to go to the super bowl okay i get that i mean there are more likely teams that are more likely ready to go to the super bowl than the than the seahawks right now i, I totally agree really? yeah. however <laughs> if Wagner comes back to seattle uh that's going to greatly improve their chances to return to the super bowl yeah. And just they're going to be better next year.
1: That, exactly, anyway.
2: exactly. Just the same team they had last year, just add Wagner. And that they're going to be much better this year because mm-hmm. the rookies are going to be seasoned veterans now.
1: Right. And, and we assume Gino's hell going hell to be draft. back, I
2: think. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite sure Gino's going to be back. <laughs> Which I was thinking about that. You wrote the article when they signed him, and you were talking about how they paid him way too much. I didn't write an article because you already had But totally agreed, because I was thinking the same thing, and we talked about it on the podcast. It's like, man, they really overpaid for this guy. It's like, maybe they overpaid for the guy because they really thought he was going to be good. I doubt that they thought he was going to be that good. I mean, clearly not even the king of optimists, Pete Carroll, thought he was going to do that. But, you know, that's planting a seed. It's like, this is how much we respect you. And that's going to tell him – I mean, he knows how much they respect him, right?
1: Are you trying to say Pete Carroll's the new Johnny
2: Appleseed? That makes sense. <laughs> it Washington. Does, it does make sense. And the uh, <laughs> new article
1: next next year by Todd Vandenberg.
2: Pete's apples. <laughs> Pete's apples. Ooh, that would be a really good beverage. Uh, but that goes a long way towards the likelihood of him. Returning, not Pete, because Pete will be back because Russ didn't get his way. But the likelihood that be team- funny if Pete
1: re- retired. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm after the after free agency or after the after the draft. No, it would It would have to be before the draft because a new coach would want. It could be yeah. after free agency. Well, I'm going to retire. I'm going to I'm going to just move up full time to vice president of football operations, and we're going to hire blah as. So, yeah. uh,
2: you're gonna steal Sean Payton. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> Shane Waldron's gonna be the new head coach or something. Or hey, Sean DeSai's looking for all these jobs. Nah, he's the new head coach.
2: So. <laughs> Why not? Hell, you know what? Bring KJ right back. Let him be the head coach. That's fine. <laughs> if you want Bobby Wagner to play, it's like saying play, have
1: Peyton Manning as a head coach at UT. Yeah, I mean, KJ could I, I probably can't. coach, but he's you know that's going zero yeah, but, sixty.
2: Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. That wouldn't be as bad as Jeff Saturday, but. Um, and KJ Wright probably. Are
1: you, are you saying that KJ Wright and Jody Allen go out drinking? They're hanging out, and Jody's not like, right. "Hey, why don't, say, don't you end up being the head coach?"
2: I'm not saying that, but I'm implying that heavily. Um, you know that would be. A nice
1: you say you're imbibing so. that? You're imbi- Are you hanging out with not KJ right. and Jody while they're drinking?
2: He could bring. He could bring in Clarence Clemens.
1: Uh, Raise Boathouse. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that where they Clarence
1: were? Clarence Clemens?
2: Clarence For Clemens, yes, and that was intentional um,
1: <laughs> Sadly, he's he can't make it this year No,
2: he won't make it, no, he won't make it this year Unfortunately, I don't think he would have made it last year either, would he? That's so sad I don't
1: think so, yeah Yeah.
2: Anyway, but that would be an awesome I mean, you know, I think we've each done articles about that It's like, let's have our <laughs> <band> <laughs> About Clarence Madison Clemens staff. Clarence Clemens, yeah, Clarence Clemens on the 12s Oh my god
1: <laughs> 12s in the E Street Band
2: Yep, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, so uh, so Jalen is speaking of this is a Rams podcast, <clears throat> the Rams are are reportedly shopping Jalen Ramsey around as well. And and I, the article I wrote yesterday said, hey, there's no way Ramsey's coming to Seattle. I, I don't really know that because I'm just some schlub. I don't know anything. Right. But it doesn't make sense because why would the Rams trade him in intra-division? You know, that doesn't make okay. any sense. It makes However, sense. The Seahawks are one of the teams that do have the cap space for Ramsey's Contract over the next few year, few years. And they also have the draft capital to trade Ramsey to. But can you just imagine that? Hey, the, the Rams don't have a first round pick. Well, we'll give you pick 20 and pick blah. What do you think? And see what happens. But could you imagine the, uh, talking up uh, again a perfect world? And I wrote this in the article. It won't happen at all. No. Could. There's a slim chance it could happen. Well, of because. Course. Jalen Carter gets drafted, number five overall, because the teams are trading up. They trade, they take quarterbacks, so that leaves either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter falls to the Seahawks. Yep. They re-sign Bobby. They yep. trade for Jalen Ramsey, and boom.
2: That's that's a nasty defense. <laughs> but it it nasty. could
1: happen. It, it, I mean, there's it it's could. not like one of those things where it's like e, that. There's no way. I mean, yeah. theoretically, all that stuff could happen. It that's hopefully.
2: The one of those
1: things happen but
2: yeah the ramsey thing is the least like the the bobby wagner i think is the most likely and then the jalen carter and that could definitely happen because we see crap like that happen all the time players falling farther than they should and, and being drafted number five is not exactly a free fall <laughs> so,
1: so what a loser
2: <laughs> yeah exactly right god he's another dk metcalf um
1: i went number five overall for my first wife's choice <laughs>
2: uh, won't say Reportedly,
1: that, that's, that's what the Athletics true. said. I, I don't. Uh, and the then Ast- I went to ownership and asked for them to be fired.
2: So. And then they, and, yeah, and then they traded you to wife number two. Um, yeah, the Ramsey thing is definitely.
1: And I got <laughs> I'm not gonna say it.
2: Don't say it. Don't say it. This is not the Nikki X happy hour. Um,
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. That's what it is.
2: Close, close. We're
1: just faking everybody.
2: They're not listening. They're not listening. Yeah, the Ramsey thing is definitely the least likely thing because, like you said, in division. But things things have happened before. So What happens
1: if they re-sign yeah. Bobby and then draft Carter? Even that.
2: Oh, yeah. And that's quite likely. Quite likely. I mean, regardless, they've got – they're going to get someone who potentially – is excellent, right? At that number five slot, and you know, as we've said, they don't always pay off. But Carter or or someone of that ilk, yeah. All of a sudden, that's a nasty, nasty defense for sure. Yeah,
1: better than it, better than it was, was either oh, way. Geez. yeah. Um, but I mean, Ramsey's contract is like twenty million plus. But it, he's the top of his game. He's twenty eight years old. He's going to be good for another few years at least, and he's worth paying that amount of money. Um I if if the Seahawks were not in the same division as the Rams, I would even be like, Hey, go after him even harder. You have the money to spend. Yeah, for sure. Woolen on one side, Ramsey on the other.
2: And then where do you throw? Well, oh, you <laughs> throw it
1: over the middle, of course, ten yards deep and just Yeah, but then beat the clock and score touchdowns.
2: But then Bobby Wagner is there. Not that he was always great in coverage, but no. better better than the gentleman they've 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 been employing at that spot. So
1: Yeah. <sighs> yep. Sadly. I mean, Brooks is a lot like Wagner, but he did. And, and also Wagner had, which he would not have with the Seahawks, but he had a career high in sacks and stuff. The Rams defense just, its first of all, it's better, um, but it's also schemed differently. Right. So Wagner, even coming back, isn't going to, so people are like, oh, he only has one sack when he came back. But his efficiency with the defense might right. be the same. His just raw stats may not look the same. He's still going to help the defense overall. I mean, he's oh still that God. high quality of player.
2: Extremely high. I mean, he plays at a different level from almost everybody else.
1: Yeah. So. And, and maybe historically, right?
2: Yeah. So. I mean, like we, we said last year that he his game slipped a little bit last year. And it did because he had like an impossibly high standard. It's like, oh, you're not the best player ever anymore. How how awful! It's like you're only one of the best players ever. I mean, that's how his level slipped. Right. <laughs> so, mm, how tragic it's, to get a guy back like that.
1: <laughs> I uh, they did. Uh, Seahawks did re-sign a couple of players. Uh, Nick Ballore yep. re-signed for two years. Phil Haynes, who's going to be the s- starter yeah. next year. They re-signed. I mean, he's these. Uh, was better than gabe jackson anyway i guess they have to wait to release gabe jackson right he's going to be released probably shelby harris will as well i mean it would be stupid not to do that yeah so i guess they're just waiting until yeah i mean they they well with the wagner move that was right before free agency same thing with sherman obviously gabe jackson is not the ilk of those two players but it could just be they release him right before you know with like a june 1st designation which is the weird thing with wagner because that's what that is it's kind of weird that, like, OK, you're released, but officially as of June 1st, yet you can sign with another team. It's NFL so screwed up.
2: Yeah, it is. It doesn't make any very, sense. Very bizarre. But I, I'm I'm really happy with the Phil Haynes signing, but I'm really, really happy with the Nick Belor signing. And if you look what John Schneider said, and then I, of course, don't have the quote right in front of me, but he was talking about how important he was to the team, how everybody loves him so much. That's one of the reasons why. I'm even more confident that they're going to re- re-sign Gino because those are interchangeable comments for those two players.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and that Russell went to ownership and said, hey, we need to fire Pete and we need to make Nick Belore head coach. I believe <laughs> that's what the comment was.
2: And obviously it's going to cost a lot more to keep Gino than it did to re-sign Nick. But it's the same exact thing as far as their impact on the team. Everybody loves Nick. He's a true leader on the team. Like, hmm, gee, that sounds like he's talking about Geno Smith. And yes, it's going to cost more, but it's also a slightly more important position, you know, than your special teams captain. So does,
1: does it worry you that Geno hasn't been re-signed yet? No,
2: no. Geno, I mean, because Geno been doing the smart thing. He's going to, I assume, he's going to wait to see how the quarterback market plays out. He's going to see... I mean, of course, there's, there's some danger in that because you wait too long and the team may decide, oh, well, you know what? There's this guy that uh, Las Vegas let go. And it's like, I think he could do a good job. And they could sign him. I mean, yeah. of course. Because yeah,
1: they him. only have until March, what, 8th or something, 6th, 8th uh, to franchise tag him. Yeah. And if they don't, which I, they won't, because why would they? Because no. then the, right. them, it gets crazy. I mean, I guess you could always do the non-exclusive tag and it's like 31 million. And then yeah, he's free to, but then it's which uh, that may not be a stupid thing to do, but you don't want to exclusive franchise tag because it's forty five million dollars, which he's not going to make even no, on the not, open market.
2: Yeah, they're not going to do that for him for sure. The non exclusive like, might,
1: yeah, but yeah, like you said, it's a huge risk because if they don't do that, then he's literally free to sign with anybody,
2: right? But uh, you know, the the risk he's running is he knows he's going to sign a big contract somewhere, so it's not like oh I'm going to be out of a job. Because there are so many teams looking for a decent quarterback, he'll definitely get signed and he'll definitely get a nice payday. So, I don't think he's taking a huge risk with that. So, it, to me, it makes sense that on his end, he's going to wait and see how the market develops. I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he wants to necessarily be the last guy signed because he said that, you know, it's not about being the highest paid player and making the most money, you know, but he knows he deserves a good contract.
1: And he does he also which he says does
2: yes. so many times that he wants to stay in Seattle. So to me it makes perfect sense. And it makes sense to me that Seattle I don't know that Seattle's really waiting because to me it makes more sense for them to sign him as soon as they can.
1: It does, yeah, to me too, because it's, then he gets out on the open market and right. The market could dictate a lot more money than they wanna spend. Yeah. And so, then it's like, okay. Why do I have a feeling Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback of the Seahawks? Right, next right. Day?
2: Exactly. So I would imagine, I would hope that they uh, even talked about a, a a new contract while the season was still going on. And it was clear what kind of money he would deserve. And maybe he wisely, I mean, it is a business. Or maybe Bobby Wagner talked to him. And I don't mean about this stuff about Seattle, but just that Bobby Wagner acts as an, as an as, as his own agent eventually say it correctly and said hey dude just see how the market plays out not that he would need bobby wagner to tell him that but that makes more sense to me that you know he's he's choosing to wait just to see okay not not how i can maximize in relation to the league but just in relation to what i can i can get
1: of course the other the i mean there's so many different ways of looking at it it could also be that the Schneider and Carroll would love to have Geno back, but at the same time they want to stick with their plan of last off season and be like, okay, Geno yeah. was was very good for most of 2022, but our plan all along was to get a quarterback in 2023 because we really like this guy. Could be. Um. Or and we're because they have literally have zero quarterbacks on their roster right now. I mean, of of any, you know right. I mean, I guess. What's the guy that I get third, almost Sean third, base, co- third base coach? Third base coach Edgar Mannion. Martinez is out. But Sean um, Mannion. Sean Mannion, yes, uh, the the new Jacob Eason. Yes. Um, but he uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it could be that they're like, okay, Drew Drew Locks is going to come back. He's going to be our quarterback, which I think makes the team worse, obviously, because he's not the quarterback. He, I think no. he makes a lot of errors. You know, we're thinking Gino made some mistakes. I think Drew makes a ton of mistakes. And it's just that they, and then they want to stick with the plan and then 2024, blah. But I don't yeah. think, you know, or maybe, I don't know. That, that's the great thing about Schneider. Schneider is very good at his job. So is Pete Carroll. For all people like to, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. You've been, you're a fan of a very successful franchise and lots of other fan bases would trade your place over the last 12 years, 13 years in a heartbeat. Yeah. So we have to trust the process. Which is an overstated saying, and I don't like saying that very much, but it works for the Seahawks for the most part. And maybe they they have a plan and they're sticking with it and they don't want to pay a certain maybe they don't want to pay twenty five million dollars for Geno because they want to get the team. They want to get back to the 2010s where it was like a plug and play. Yes, yeah. Wilson, who ended up being better, a lot better than people expected, obviously, I mean, but it was still that kind of situation.
2: Yeah, john schneider literally he didn't say the number of course because he's not going to because he's not an idiot but he said there's oh, definitely. he, he texted me
1: 2.39 well
2: they probably won't be keeping gino then <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what they pay the beer vendors um yeah, true. yeah but i mean he said there's a certain number that he has in mind or i think he literally said we have in mind but and of course there's a, a cap and that might change as the quarter mark quarterback market changes why am I slurring like every other word I'm drinking?
1: Because you're drinking my beer from hundreds of miles away.
2: Strawberry like. strawberry, Kiwi water. But anyway.
1: Strawberry alarm clock.
2: <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> if you could drink strawberry alarm clock, you will not be speaking. Um,
1: strawberry alarm clock by the Bay City Rollers live <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Why did you have to mention the Bay City Rollers anyway? <laughs>
1: I think we have to mention it every podcast now. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a contractual thing. This podcast <laughs> is brought to you by the Bay City Rollers.
2: <laughs> what a... What a hmm.
1: Where were the Bay City Rollers from? Is it San Francisco?
2: I believe they were from San Francisco.
1: It makes sense. Talk about snow.
2: Chappaquiddick. Um, yeah, snow.
1: No, indeed. I think that's, that's, uh, that's one of the Kennedys, I think. Yeah. So... Uh,
2: one yeah,
1: of the well, desks, in fact. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He, uh, that's right. He knew that attorney in South Carolina. So um, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and move forward with our Rob Gordons. And this week's Rob Gordons are
2: what? Todd. This week's Rob Gordons are our five favorite
1: beers. Which, of course, as Todd pointed out, pro pre pro how much beer have I had? Not very much. Pre pro, but neither of us can talk, so it's like normal. So it's good. Yes. Consistent. So uh, again, uh, if we did this uh, List an hour from now It would probably change because we'd be like Oh, I remember that time mm-hmm. Hanging out at the Eagles concert I hate their music, but I was hanging out with some group of friends They were talking about Jesus And I was like, <laughs> whatever And um, then I was like Boom, bearded Jesus From whatever that thing is So anyway, yes
2: <laughs> And after that it's PBR five cons. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: We're not gonna have Michelob Ultra or Michelob Ultra Light or whatever that is, or Budweiser or Bud Light. I mean, those are those are uh, not good beers. They're not good beers.
2: Those are not beers at all.
1: I think when we did this like ten years ago, I think there was a Lion Kugel that showed up, but I haven't had a on Kugel probably since.
2: There was a Lion Kugel. There's almost a Lion Kugel again this time. And then I thought. Yeah, but Line and Kugel does produce some fine beverages.
1: That's right. And you can't have Line and Kugel because Wisconsin doesn't allow the Bay City Rollers, your favorite band, to perform in concert due to that ABBA situation. Anyway, so number five.
2: Yes. <laughs> what? And, it's and a there's actual always. There's
1: thing. You can look it up.
2: And there's, no. One, there's an always no particular order.
1: Yeah, ABBA songs are in no particular order, I don't think. I think you're right. I think they yeah. just kind of wing it in concert. Okay, I mean, we've now, got these songs from the albums, Chess. We can't the, play Chess.
2: Even the vinyl albums, it's really weird. I mean, you put it on yeah. the first track, and it's always a different track. You never could figure that out. You genius. know all the,
1: all the ABBA vinyl albums that I have? For some reason, they all have a picture of Ozzy Osbourne, and they don't sound like ABBA. <laughs> they,
2: they they would not. They <laughs> would not sound like ABBA at all. They would sound like the Bay City Rollers.
1: That's right. <laughs> Something about babies or something. The
2: bay, the, bay, uh, the, bay, the, bay, the bay City Aussies. The,
1: the B52s, yeah. Um, I'll go first. Okay. So, because uh, you came up with the list, so we'll kind of do it that way. I'll
2: do it that way.
1: So number five for me, I just went with this. I haven't had it in years, but I, it used to be. Um, I used to like it. And I probably would still like it. I just haven't had it because I try to do different things. Almost every time I buy a beer, I was like, I've had that. I don't want to have it again. So number five for me, and I don't want to steal your thunder because I think there might be a beer on this that we both have on the list. So I kind of excluded it. I imagine. Okay. Um, Well, I think there's a certain, you know, as Tom Waits would say, chocolate Jesus involved. Um, Mm -hmm. But number five for me is uh, Newcastle Brown Ale. Which to me is a really good beer. I, I just haven't had choice. one in so long, but it's really, it's a
2: that is a solid choice. I probably haven't had one in two or three years, but yeah, that's, I, that's I, a fine it, beverage.
1: I bet it's been closer to m- most of a decade before since I've had one.
2: I was gonna um, guess a decade. You, you, That's cruel. It's cruel to yourself. Well, it's a
1: cruel world. Have, you, I think that's you
2: deserve a, to have a Newcastle brown ale,
1: like a George Michael thing um have you watched um have you watched i can't remember have you watched any of white lotus george
2: michael from on the sports machine is that george michael or you mean the good one?
1: Oh man yeah that's
2: a no i have not i've not watched uh, white lotus yet the, I know just, everybody i know literally almost everybody i know says oh my god it's so good and it's like hmm, yeah
1: I, so that means you haven't seen last of us either
2: i i'm only on episode two of the last of us
1: okay i'm safe um,
2: like a fine zombie wine <laughs>
1: They're not zombies. Um, but uh, well. Yeah, they are. Um, but uh, what the hell? Oh, so uh, George Michael. So there's a biopic <laughs> that comes out. I think it's this year. But uh, one of the guys on the White Lotus is actually playing George Michael. So if you ever do oh, watch okay. White Lotus, season two. They'll no, look at him and P- say, Plaza. he's the one. Yeah.
2: He's playing. And Jordan. it's not
1: F. Murray Abraham.
2: But that's a shame because that would be boss. <laughs>
1: I'm the only person who's ever performed Salieri and George Michael. He's not even English, so I don't even know why I'm saying that. But, you know. <laughs>
2: uh, all right, my first one up is going to be one that there's probably a variation of this on your list, but I chose this particular one because it's the strongest of, one of the versions I've had. Guinness for an extra stout.
1: Ooh. Nice. because it
2: is slightly well it's not slightly stronger in content I think Guinness Stout. the standard is like what 4.4 4 or maybe yeah, just
1: 4.2 four yeah something like that and but, and I'll go ahead and say number I'll move up 3 to 4 for me number four, 3, three me. to 4
2: for me number 4 for Ooh. me
1: what's happening there's an echo did your speakers come out
2: your they did. Your, your number 3 to 4 is what go is ahead. Guinness
1: get... Oop, oh, there you I go. can still hear myself on echo
2: oh that's weird. shouldn't um yeah for goodness foreign just because it's slightly well it's not slightly stronger i think it's like nine percent so it's double the alcohol content is Um, that the one
1: in the glass glass bottle
2: i believe it is yes it's and it's i mean it's foreign extra stout it's their export although it's (laughs) not trying to say
1: foreigners only have glass they don't have plastic over there wherever they are
2: i don't believe in plastic or aluminum um and virtually yeah. you can't go wrong with any version of guinness the, the sorry
1: can i in. interrupt you for a second future yeah. canadian it's not aluminum it's
2: aluminum it's aluminum um but they do have an export uh which is different from the foreign extra stout which is you know why do they have so many varieties of the same thing basically but yeah you can't go wrong with a guinness but because i had a feeling you would just go with guinness because that's just as good, honestly, as the Foreign Extra Stout. But that's what I went with, Guinness Foreign Extra Stout.
1: I guess I could say that specifically the Guinness is the one in the can with the little uh, R2-D2 pod in it.
2: Ah, the Guinness fresh. Strap. Yeah, the Guinness yeah. Strap.
1: And, and, a- and man, when you those that's are perfect. so smooth. They are.
2: They are. They really it's are.
1: It's funny because uh, people think like, oh, you're getting a heavy beer stout or whatever. But I'm like, Guinness only has like what, what 120. I'm not saying it's a light beer because it's not. Yeah. But it's 120 calories, right? I mean, it's not a whole lot of calories versus probably even a Bud Light or something.
2: And you're going to be much happier after you finish a Guinness than after you finish a Bud Light. That's for damn sure. Your next selection, sir. Your number two, uh, number mine was four, Guinness. Four was Guinness. Okay. Guinness. So I'm going to go with, and I can never say the name right now and I'll have to learn this because I will be a future Canadian, of course. A future Canadian. Yeah. I wasn't going to go with La Fin du Monde but actually as the years mm. have gone on I actually prefer their wheat ale and again you can't go wrong with that brewery anything they make is beyond excellent
1: based in Montreal but, right
2: yep, based in Montreal that's why it's French and I can't say it but
1: La Fin so- du Monde They make (laughs) some. Just pretend you're from Louisiana. It's
2: a cat beer.
1: You're you're an Arcadian.
2: Arcadian. I'm only an 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 Arcadian at the arcade. Lots of arcades down here. But yeah, that's an excellent brewery and that is an excellent beverage.
1: Yeah, I've had like you, I've had several from them. They, it's it's interesting because it's almost like um Dogfish Head, right? In that they have lots of different varieties of beer, Mm -hmm. but they still almost have. That certain
2: yeah, they're all minor the same. flavor yeah, yeah they're that's they're very distinctive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, when you're drinking yeah, like you said, like Dogfish Head, which is none of those are on my list, but they make some tasty. They make beers. good beers. Yeah. Yeah. They do. in
1: Delaware, it's, uh, Joe Biden's favorite beer. It should, but, be. Uh, should be yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I used to have those big bottles of La Fin Dumont. I used, to, I mean, yeah. driving home, thirty minutes, I'd have one of those. <laughs> Good call. So number number three oh number three for me is it used to be number four. Um, is it actually a brewery I a brewery? Boy? It's, a, it's a buoy. Buoy. I feel like I'm I'm back in um, I don't know Princess Bride or something. But um <laughs> what is a brewery that I've actually been to uh not last year but the year before shipyard in Portland, Maine. Um and the smashed pumpkin of course, they make it. It's a, it's a really cool bottle too, with the with the pumpkin head and stuff like that. They make really good beer, especially if you get it in Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine is fan, has a bunch of fantastic breweries, but uh, Shipyard is one that they of course it sells nationally, but it's definitely underrated still. Um, but it's really really good, and they all the beers I tried, and I had just the samplers up there. They were all really good. They have a sour that's really good, but just I like pumpkin beers. I I know. As we talked about probably on the podcast last year around Halloween, I'd forgotten how much I like pumpkin beer. um, And just something about the flavor of pumpkin works really well with a beer. But Shipyard, it's fantastic.
2: Um, And and getting it there was great. I I imagine it would be awesome. I've had that beverage once, and it is absolutely excellent. I agree. Uh, My number three is Founders of Rubies. It's a raspberry tinged and flavored essence. And I typically don't care much for the... Eh, I'm going to take that back immediately. Some of the fruit, uh, not, I wouldn't say flavored, but fruit enhanced beer beverages, put it that way, are quite good. But the Founders Rubius is out of Michigan. is yes. excellent. That is my favorite. Although Founders I do, is good.
1: They make good beer.
2: Same thing, yeah. As we've said, with Guinness and... Dogfish Head and Founders. It's like I have not had a beer from Founders that wasn't really, really good. And I could probably list three or four others, but we're only doing five. But so I went I with Founders I'm trying different.
1: to remember if I've had that one before. I don't.
2: It, it has a very strong raspberry um, flavor to it.
1: And what's it called? What's it called?
2: Ruby Ace. R U B A E U S. And and they typically they'll have it at Total Wine and More, who should be sponsoring this thing along with uh, David Bowie and,
1: uh, the and the Bay city rollers
2: and the Bay city rollers it's really good I'm sure the Bay city rollers would love founders
1: um number four for you you know that funny bit about the on Saturday night live yeah. with the cartoon and the Jews on Christmas it's really funny
2: <laughs> speaking of the Bay city rollers
1: yeah know I was the, I was trying to remember that one Bay city rollers song that they give you at birth and it reminded me of that Snippet from Saturday Night Live. Um, anywho, uh, you say number Saturday Night Live
2: cartoon. All I can think of is the ambiguously gay duo, which is like.
1: <laughs> no, they used to do. They don't do them anymore. But they had that. I mean, most of them, I didn't find all that funny. But they. This one was like claymation. Do you know which one I'm talking about? And it was like uh, the. It was like a Supremes type group that was singing the song about the.
2: No. How, yeah, anyway. I think you were thinking you were drinking your next beer when you saw that. Allegedly. No, you'll
1: have to. We'll we'll post it. We won't. But you can look it up on on
2: (laughs) the most factual thing said on any of our podcasts ever. We'll post it. We won't.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So number two for me is uh, another great brewery, which is kind of not too far away, two hours away, uh, Wicked Weed in Asheville, North Carolina. And I, I, there's a ton I can choose from, but I'm just going to go with Pernicious, which is a little higher ABV than – a lot of their beers are higher ABV, but this one you can buy a lot of different places. But it's just uh, Wicked Weed Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. You gotta, if you're near a Total Wine or a Bay City Rollers nightclub, you have to go in and see if they have Wicked Weed because they probably would have the Pernicious. And it's just got – um, it's it's a clear, clean flavor. Um, so it's not, like, overly heavy, but it's, again, Wicked Weed, like Dogfish Head, or like, like um, you know, they just have that certain distinct, there's something about each beer, even though they all have different flavors, there's something distinct about their beer that you can be, oh, this is a Wicked Weed thing. Um, but, yeah, Pernicious, I'm sure you've had it. If you haven't had it, you, sh- you should.
2: Uh, actually, I have not had it, and I do need to get it, because that does sound excellent. My number two is this was almost inevitable samuel smith speaking of breweries who brewers yep. who produce excellent beverages no matter what they're doing samuel smith organic chocolate stout yep, that it was is. a
1: chocolate jesus reference i made her yeah, so okay. it's like you, uh, yeah, figured one of us would have it and i didn't want to steal your yeah. thunder because i was like ah, i bet todd will have that
2: yeah that is an excellent excellent beverage i mean it is basically an alcoholic milkshake i mean it's yes. not that thick but i mean that's the flavor i mean it's and then some people won't like it because it is For a beer, it's pretty sweet, but it's – so many of the chocolate stouts have hints of chocolate. This is like, no, we're going to stick in half a can of Hershey's cocoa in every bottle.
1: Yeah, I took a chocolate bar and put a little Ryan Reynolds into it, and they came up with the beer.
2: That is an excellent Canadian reference, sir. You're number two.
1: Uh, I think that that, – I'm at number one.
2: Yeah, you're number one. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, number one for me is another pumpkin beer. It's the Southern Tier Pumpkin, which I think ah. we talked about on a podcast probably yeah. in October. Man, I could yeah. drink that like all year round. It is just it's That's got good. the it's got the uh, Halloween bits of of seasonal flavors that mm-hmm. that are really really good. It's not like I, I like pumpkin, but it's not overly. It's just it's just got a distinct flavor to me. Other than other tons of pumpkin beers out there, and they're all all the ones. As we mentioned last podcast or podcast in October, everyone we had was good, I think. Yeah. But yeah, pump, pumpkin was is I don't know. I, again, I could drink it. They had the um, what was the other one they had? It was like a. It had a picture of a was it a bat or a cat? Black. A bat or a cat. Uh, cat?
2: Yeah, I think
1: yeah. we yeah. both had it, but, cat it. Cat but it wasn't as good as the straight up pumpkin, which. Um, so yeah, I, that's not my number one.
2: Yeah, that's excellent. I totally agree on both of those. Well, I agree on all five of yours, except the one that I haven't had yet, but I will have to have.
1: The base of the roller is
2: pernicious. <laughs> God, that would be awesome. Why don't they open a brewery? Um, have you ever done this with a pumpkin ale? Have you ever added a little bit of pumpkin spice seasoning? I have not. You should try that sometime just to go extra pumpkin-y. I mean, you obviously, you have to go kind of like mild on it, but it's it's uh, interesting. I have is had it a few euphemism pumpkin meals.
1: for something else?
2: Uh, in this it's case, like a euphemism. no. In this case, it is not amazingly enough because normally it is. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I've had a few pumpkin. Have I'm
1: you actually, uh, pumpkin. Have you ever had uh, a bit of pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin seasoning? Uh, you know what I'm saying? A little pumpkin pumpkin seasoning.
2: I I have. So I'm so glad you had another pumpkin beverage because never dated an Asian had, lady. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I could not hold my laughter anymore. I couldn't longer. either.
1: I was trying to like, hopefully Todd will say something. It's like...
2: Speaking of pumpkin spice, I know a place where they don't have pumpkins at all. Um, oh God. But in, a way they, but in a way they do. So my number one. So, I doubled up on a particular style, just as you doubled up the pumpkin ale, I went with another chocolate stout, and this is Coastal Karma Chocolate Starfish, which, which is amazingly, as much as I love Samuel Smith Organic Chocolate Stout, and I do, I honestly think the Coastal Karma, which is a small local brewery, they started out as just a couple guys, hey, let's do some craft beer and go to some shows. So
1: they opened up. I still wear that T-shirt that you got
2: like all the time because it's an excellent shirt and it's an excellent brewery. Everything they do is really really good. And it's a it's a little microbrewery in Lake Park, Florida, which is just well basically it's in West Palm Beach. But the chocolate starfish is like take everything we said about the Samuel Smith organic chocolate stout and amplify it. I mean it's. Even more chocolatey, and yet it still has a. To me, it has even a better. I don't know how to say it other than to say a better flavor of stout. I mean, it's just it's just absolutely amazing, and that uh, that is you said solid. amplify it.
1: So does that mean like if the Bay City Rollers have a beer and they're like their amps go to ten, and yet Coastal Karma's Chocolate Starfish, also was there in concert, but theirs went to eleven, and they were like. Because these exactly go to right. 11.
2: That's exactly right. They would go to 11. Yeah, I mean, it's it's excellent. It's a cool little place. I mean, I have yet to be to go to any microbrewery that is not a cool little place. I mean...
1: Do they... Do they... I can't remember. This was a few years ago. But have they started selling anything, like, more regionally? Uh,
2: it- no, I don't think they have. I think that's still... I don't think they do any exporting you know to the stores it's still just all right there you can get a growler but uh yeah that's because
1: uh, i feel amazing. like did you bring bring something or something i feel like i've had it before
2: yeah yeah i did bring it up i did bring up some okay. uh but yeah unfortunately i don't think they're big enough and i don't know that they ever want to get to that point because i think their idea of success is like hey let's have this cool little microbrewery and, yeah, food trucks come by so people can get something to eat. And it's like, and then we're happy. And they're like, okay.
1: That's so anti-BCR. <laughs>
2: right? Uh,
1: anyway, it, well, that's – yeah, yeah I, those are all good. Man, I, I, wish, I wish I had more access to Coastal Karma because I remember the beer that I tasted being really good. And they have a really cool – I mean, the – the shirt that I have, I'm assuming their design, that has a design on it. I'm assuming the logo hasn't changed. It's very yeah, like, oh, yeah, this is big. Florida. You can tell this is Florida.
2: Yeah, it's a, very um, cool, it's a very cool vibe. I mean, they've got a giant swing. They have corn. I don't really care about cornhole, but they have cornhole. They have this like giant play area. So people, it's it, it's weird that you can have a family friendly uh, microbrewery, but you can. And they do.
1: We've is, had those guys on before, right? Or one of them? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought.
2: Yeah. yeah, we've had them on before like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool, very chill dudes. And I can't go without saying mentioning Miami Brewing Company down in Homestead, which didn't make the list this time. But next time, Big Rod Ale, not Big Rod Stewart, Big Rod, Big Rod Ale would uh, definitely make the list. Both are red. <laughs> True. Mm.
1: Yep. Well, that's. That's our show. Uh, Thanks for listening to today's podcast sponsored by the Bay City Rollers and Russell.
2: Why are you the worst?
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up, all with your card.